USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to Money Wise, brought to you every Sunday morning by the Money Guys. First of all, I'd like to say a special good morning to attorney Michael Coleman. Good, good morning. morning. Good, good morning. morning. Morning, Mike. Morning. Mike, you feeling full of energy today? Yes. Yes. And good morning to Pete Lance. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We were trying to see if we could do without the main fluorescent lights that are just glaring and brighten up the whole room like it's on the sun yeah. and everybody prefers it except for my father and we tried the lights off and instantly he said nope nope well i think <laughs> as you get older things start to get a little dimmer and you need as much light as you can have Anyway, that's my philosophy. So this morning, we're going to give you a little bit of light about taxes. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk a lot about retirement. We talk about things you can do for investments. We thought, talk about how you can protect your family and why you should and do proper estate planning and all those good things. But we need to also remember that if you don't pay attention to your taxes, you're going to end up paying more taxes than what you need to. Income taxes, estate taxes... These are all things you can plan to avoid or at least reduce. Depends on, I guess, if you're certain kinds of politicians, you can end up paying very little taxes. But we won't talk about that part of it today. We're going to talk about how can you help your family? How can you help make more money? How can you help pay smaller taxes? Our tax system in this country is a system of voluntary taxation. You don't have to pay taxes if you know how to organize your affairs so that you can pay fewer taxes or less taxes. We're going to talk about that today. We always like to do a show near the end of the year to talk about there is still time, brother. There is still time that you can do something to reduce taxes. So before the show began this morning, I said, you know, we have enough material here that we could probably do four shows on just the subject of taxation and how to reduce it. It's incredible. And I'd like to start with something from David Barry. It's income tax time again, Americans. Time to gather up those receipts, get out those tax forms, sharpen up that pencil, and stab yourself in the aorta. Very nice. <laughs> you don't like that quotation, Pete? Well, in any event, I've got, just as we have lots and lots of taxes, we have dozens and dozens of quotations about taxes. So we're going to use a few of them today. And um, Will Rogers once said, for example, the income tax has made liars out of more Americans than golf. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So let's talk about some things that we can do, uh, especially as we get to the end of the year. And the first thing I'd like you to do is remind everybody that we've got lots of great information that we're happy to give to you for free if you'd like to have it. And I'm going to ask our producer who's sitting in the corner. I left a little white book in the larger conference room. If you could grab that for me, that would be super. But um, one, do you know what your taxes are? Do you know what, you, what tax bracket you're in? Do you know what the tax tables are? We've got charts and graphs and handouts from some of the companies that we work with. Tax tables 2020 and 2021. Uh, if you'd like a copy of that call our office. We'd be happy to send you a copy. Or you can come by and pick one up. Uh, try to let us know if you're going to come so we can be prepared. And uh, thank you for bringing this little booklet to me that I was looking for. I have a little book that I've mentioned before on the radio called Tax-Free Retirement by a gentleman named Patrick Kelly. We've got a number of copies of this book as well. And we're happy to provide a copy of that as well. Anyway, give us a call at 508-998-8858, and we're happy to do that. I was trying to look up, uh, as I often do, something for the show. Throughout the show, I'm always on my phone looking up 
things, and I should have done this beforehand. The amount that the colonists were taxed for the Stamp Act, um, what was it, 1765, uh, was so minor compared to what we are actually taxed now, and yet that's what they rose up and protested against with the taxation without representation. And all I could find is that it was two shilling and six pence, but I couldn't figure out what that would mean in today's dollars. But I remember like five years ago looking into it, and it was peanuts compared to what we're actually taxed on now. <laughs> mm, sure. Well, uh, the year was not 1765. I mean, yeah, sorry. I had that date wrong. It was well before that because the revolution was in 1776. And I know the Grand Lodge of Masons in Massachusetts was formed in 1733. So we had colonies in this country. We began as a colony of Great Britain, uh, as you know, Pete. Mm -hmm. uh, so we won't go into history today. History is uh, a special interest for Attorney Tenny Lance. She, oh, I was right with the date. The Stamp Act was 1765. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you are right. Sometimes you're more right than I am, Pete. <laughs> right? Yeah, I thought it was earlier than that, but I just Googled it. You're smarter than I give you credit for sometimes. Google is. Well, and sometimes I just randomly come out with some facts that are actually right. No, that shows that you've done a lot of reading. We have two handouts in particular that I just want to mention quickly as we begin. One is called, Are You Paying Too Much in Taxes in Retirement? And how a retirement income analysis can help you blunt the tax bite in retirement. We have another one called, Take Charge of Your Taxes, Knowledge You Need for Proactive Planning. Avoid surprises at tax time. Take a look at the changes that could affect your return. And tax laws are always changing, and tax planning, both in the micro and macro regard, are something that we do here. It's a main part of what we do here to help out our clients. And, Dad, you're doing something coming up shortly. And have you missed more than one year of the Heckerling Tax Institute? Uh, and the only year that I can recall that you missed was because of COVID. Actually, I didn't miss. Um, in January of 2020, before the pandemic began, um, I attended the University of Miami Law School Heckerling Tax, in Tax and Estate Planning Institute in Orlando. And what is that? Because I, I don't think that the people listening really understand what that is and how involved that is and how many days and hours that is. Well, it's a special function of the uh, University of Miami Law School. And what I like about it is uh, it's got some of the smartest people in the world that are there as speakers. I'm not going to go and say it's got some of the smartest people in the world that go there because that would be presumptuous, wouldn't it? Well, sometimes you are. <laughs> what, presumptuous? No, smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any event, it's a great learning opportunity. It's very intense. It's nine to five, like five days a week. And it's about not only estate planning, but it's about 50% dealing with tax issues. And even though it's the University of Miami, it's always in Orlando at the big convention centers down there. And it's every January. And you've gone every year that I can recall. Well, I've gone a number of times. I haven't gone every single year. I did go last year in uh, January of 2020. Um, this particular year in 2021, they did it online, and I did sign up and attend online and did it virtually. Uh, but this year, it's it's back in operation again. So, yes, I will be attending that program. Um, it's very useful. I enjoy the subject. Um, long time ago, I did a Master of Laws in Taxation. I've always enjoyed the subject. I enjoy anything like that that I can help give advice to people on things they could do to reduce your taxes. So if you think for a minute about retirement, one of the big questions for people is, can I afford to retire? Do I have enough money to retire? And we always start out with looking at a budget. We have about a seven-step process for helping people talk about retirement. We talk about their budget. We talk about what their expenses are and their income in retirement. Do they have enough income? Can we create more income for them? And then a key piece of this is always to talk about taxation. You might be in a lower tax bracket when you retire, for example. Yeah, most people are, not always, but most people end up getting into a smaller, lower tax bracket when you're uh, retired. Of course, you're not earning uh, or earning as much. And uh, so, yeah, we're talking about taxes all day today. And as you said, we probably have enough material for four shows. 
Um, everyone listening probably needs to pour another cup of coffee for talking about taxes and listening to taxes. So imagine listening for eight hours a day times five days in a conference room all well, about taxes and new tax laws. Let's begin. Um, here's some year-end tax moves that might help you regardless of what happens in Congress. Congress is still kicking around as we speak with what a new tax bill might be. Mm. And our tax rate's going to increase. We don't know yet whether it'll happen immediately, but certainly by 2023 it will happen because it's already built into the law. This is something that we talk about with clients all the time, um, especially those who uh, may have a lot of investment gains. How can you help clients? How do we help clients um, offset those investment gains? Yep. And how, how can you trim your next year's tax bill? But some things we won't know until Congress finalizes new tax policies. We can't predict everything about how it's going to work in Congress because Congress works in mysterious ways sometimes. But here's some things. Um, offset investment gains with losses. If you've sold something that is going to produce a capital gain or an ordinary gain for you, um, there's a th technique called tax loss harvesting. You're familiar with this, Pete, for example. And basically, it allows you to offset capital gains with capital losses. And you can have long-term capital gains and short-term capital gains and long-term capital losses and short-term capital losses. Usually, uh, it's, it's uh, gains and not losses. It's not very frequent that we see uh, losses. But um, long-term capital gains can have a real negative impact. And we uh, have very creative ways to try to either offset those gains or to spread out those gains over multiple years. So if you're expecting to have unusually high income, uh, this year, then you may want to see, is there something else you could do to offset losses against that? Or the other thing is timing. So do you think you should take capital gains and capital losses this year, or should you wait until next year? You think we're going to have higher taxes next year? Maybe you want to take your, your gains and offset with losses this year. There's still time to do that. There's also, as I said, sometimes you can spread out capital uh, gains over multiple years. If somebody has a really large brokerage account and they have had it for a long time, and maybe you know you liquidate and sell some of the shares now and some more the following year and some more the following year if that's something that you're looking to do to get more conservative so you're not taking a massive uh, tax hit uh, in just one year. Well, let's take a short break and we'll come right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise. We're talking about some things that we can do to uh, reduce our tax bill for 2021. And there's always something you can do. If you're concerned at all, or if you'd like more information, get in touch with us. We've got lots of stuff we can give you. And um, so, Pete, you have your taxes prepared by an outside tax preparation person, correct? Yes, that's one thing. That's one of the only things that we don't do here is tax uh, preparation, um, tax filing for clients. Mm. You know, Steve Forbes, who publishes and owns Forbes magazine, once said, the politicians say we can't afford a tax cut. Maybe we can't afford the politicians. And I've got one other quotation I'd like to give you because I like this. this is by a guy named Robert Knauerhaas. Isn't it appropriate that the month of tax begins with April Fool's Day and ends with cries of May Day? That's the tax season. Mm -hmm. So you don't like that one as much. All one right. thing I'd like to mention before, because I'm going to mention this again at the end of the show, I should have mentioned it in the first segment, 
is for those of you listening, um, we have been doing something for three months now. On the third Wednesday of every month, always the third Wednesday of every month, we're going to have something called Cocktails and Conversation. I've mentioned it only once before on the air, and it's going to be this December 15th at uh, Brewfish in Marion. And it's a very laid-back, casual, just literally having some hors d'oeuvres and appetizers, and everybody gets two complimentary drinks. And it's not a slideshow. It's not a sales pitch. It's literally just having a 10 to 15-minute conversation about a different topic each month. Uh, The law firm will do it one month, and then the uh, financial services company, USA Wealth Group, will do it the next month and uh, so on and so forth. So it's going to be informative and interesting. So far, people love it. And again, it's very casual and laid back. So uh, we we do need reservations. You need to call and and reserve your seat because seating is limited. So it's this coming Wednesday, December 15th at Brewfish and Marion. Um, Give Shannon a call at 508-998-8800 to get your seat. Okay, that's a good reminder. Also, it's still a season for collecting uh, Toys for Toys for Tots. I think we've filled our uh, Marine Corps Toys for Tots box about four times so far. And if you would like to make a donation for Toys for Tots, there's still lots and lots of kids that don't have anything for Christmas or don't have very much at all. Um, All age groups, um, both genders, um, make a donation. Drop something off, an unwrapped gift to our office. We're going to put your name on a little Christmas tree that we have in our uh, reception area. And we would thank you. And somebody's got less than you do, and you could afford to do something nice this Christmas for somebody else or some kid. Um, Tom Lehrer was a famous um, commentator, and he once said, On my income tax 1040, it says, Check this box if you are blind. I wanted to put a check mark about three inches away. <laughs> I guess you'd have to have somebody help you with that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Well, all right. I'm going to give you one more famous quotation, then we're going to talk about something very substantive here. Ronald Reagan. I always admired Ronald Reagan. He said, The taxpayer, that's someone who works for the federal government but doesn't have to take a civil service exam. Hmm. What do you think, Pete? No, I'm not liking a lot of the quotes. Okay, well... Let's talk about some other things you could do to save money for taxes. What happens if you have a larger IRA account or any kind of an IRA account, and maybe you think, I don't really need the income for that. I'd like to do something special perhaps for my children. Maybe you ought to consider doing a Roth conversion. And that means taking a traditional IRA, you're basically cashing it out, and you convert it over into a Roth IRA, and it grows after a period of time. After five years, you can take money out. Your children can take money out, and there's not going to be any income tax consequences. Of course, the downside of that is you pay the income taxes up front now, but maybe it's a good year to do that. Anyway, we can talk to you about Roth conversions. We've already talked about offsetting income tax gains with losses. And there's always things you can do to save taxes. Let's say you have an investment property, for example. It's property that you're holding for income, so it cannot be your primary residence. Let's say it's an apartment building or a rental garage or some other kind of investment property. Could even be stock. Could be stock where you have enjoyed a large amount of appreciation. You don't really need the money, but you don't want to sell it because you're going to get hit with capital gains tax. You can contribute those appreciated assets, properties held for investment, into a uh, charitable uh, trust, charitable remainder trust. CRT. And when you do that, you get an income tax deduction you can offset. Um, We've got a lot of information to tell you about uh, charitable contributions in general because this is a really significant year to make charitable contributions. Go ahead. I was going to say charitable remainder trusts are not for everyone. It's uh, nope. very rare that we recommend it, but when we recommend it, it's usually a situation where we can seriously and significantly save people um, on their taxes, and uh, it's worked out extremely well for some people. 
Now, going back to the Roth IRA just for a minute, those have all of a sudden become wildly popular in the past year, and you see all kinds of advertisements and chatter about Roth IRA conversions. And that may be a good thing, uh, Dad, as you just mentioned. Uh, you know, if you're looking to provide a really good benefit uh, for children or possibly for yourself in retirement and not have to pay taxes on the distributions, then maybe you do want to pay the taxes now and do a Roth IRA conversion. But they're not for everyone. And again, it's an individual situation that we need to take a closer look at before you just say, I want to do a Roth conversion. You know, maybe you're someone who wants to have that tax deduction now when contributing to a traditional IRA. And then consider this, when you're retired, as we discussed earlier, you're most likely going to be in a lower tax bracket. So therefore, the uh, money that you're going to be receiving from the IRA or Roth IRA may not be as beneficial as you're really expecting now because if you're receiving a tax-free distribution from a Roth IRA distribution, uh, you're in a lower tax bracket. So that may not be as appealing as you're thinking that it is right now. Okay. The, the thing, the most important point I think here is that for many people, uh, they have a little bit of knowledge about Roth conversions and they simply say, I want to do a Roth IRA and maybe they don't know whether it's best for them or not best for them. It's different for everybody. So the important thing is to get some professional advice and give a call and either uh, Peter or I can meet with you and talk about that. Call us at 508-998-8858. Make an appointment. It doesn't cost anything to come in and talk about it. We never charge to sit down and meet with us. Um, and uh, Mike, I know you don't charge for initial consultations either. Right. But yeah, that's the biggest thing is that some, some things all of a sudden get really hot in, in the financial services world. And lately, Roth IRA conversions have been a, a huge hot-button topic. And again, they may not be as appealing uh, and, and wonderful as everybody thinks. It's an individual situation. In an ideal world, uh, you know, somebody should be contributing uh, the max contribution to an IRA and a traditional IRA. I mean, excuse, uh, excuse me, a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. If you can afford it and... Um as long as we're talking about that particular subject, let's just mention that you can make a tax-deductible contribution to a traditional IRA. If you make a contribution, let's say this year, to a Roth IRA, uh, that's not that doesn't give you any tax deduction to do that. But if you're making a contribution to a 401k, a 403b, um, a traditional IRA account, you can get a tax deduction this year, and that might help lower your overall tax burden. It's a good time to do it. By the way, um, Pete, did you know that you can make a contribution for 2021 in the year 2022? I was just going to say that, yes, um, that's a big important thing to do before you file your taxes. Uh, there is a deadline, but you can make a contribution in a year for a previous year's tax filing, and then you can get that deduction. And the main, the main point to remember is that you cannot have filed your income tax return and then go back and make that deduction. So in any event, um, I've got one client right now, for example, who is going to make a contribution in January, and he's going to contribute money for 2021 and for 2022 at the same time. And we see that fairly regularly. It's usually for people who are uh, getting closer to retirement, but not always. Um, I've got some clients that just this past March did the same thing. Uh, before they filed their taxes, they made a uh, IRA contribution for uh, 2019 and for 2020. No, I'm sorry, I said that wrong, for 2020 and for 2021. So yes, you can make double contributions for two separate years. But again, the most important thing is you cannot file your taxes before doing that. Well, you know, right after our short break that we're going to take, um, I'd like to talk to uh, Attorney Mike Coleman about the Massachusetts estate tax and how you can save taxes there as well. So we've got a lot of tax savings things you can do. We're going to talk a little bit about gifting. It's a good time to do some gifting also, mm -hmm. and it's the time of year when people like to do that because you don't get a tax deduction, but you can lower the value of your total estate, for example. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. We will be right back.
This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise and a special welcome back to attorney Mike Coleman and to Pete Lance. And we're talking about taxes today. Remember one very important thing, there's always something you can do to reduce your tax burden and to reduce what you pay for taxes. Well, that's one of the sort of key phrases that we've said for nine years now doing this show is there's always something you can do, not just related to uh, reducing your tax burden, um, but there's just always something that you can do, uh, whether it's with uh, Lance Law or with uh, myself or my father. There's always something you can do to help protect money, help with your taxes, help grow your money. There's always something you can do. So here's one question for Attorney Michael Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, um, you deal sometimes with small estates, but you also deal with larger estates. And in Massachusetts, I know that if you have more than a certain amount of money when you die, then you could be paying a Massachusetts estate tax. Right. In Massachusetts, there is an estate tax, and people sometimes get confused about that. The estate tax is paid by uh, the, the estate of the person who passed away, as opposed to, like, there's no inheritance tax. Good Meaning point. you don't pay taxes when you in, actually inherit money. Um, so if any estate is over $1 million right now is the threshold in Massachusetts, then the estate could be uh, have to pay a tax. Uh, that includes real estate. It includes life insurance, retirement accounts. All of that is added together. And if that totals more than a million dollars, there would be an estate tax. The value of the house, yeah. the equity in your house, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible how many different kinds of planning things can be done. And everybody is uh, different, but nobody should want to pay taxes if you don't have to. So why would you want to leave the state of Massachusetts, Commonwealth of Massachusetts, as your beneficiary. No, you definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> and that's what happens if you end up paying Massachusetts estate tax. Mm-hmm. And there's always something that we can do to show you how to eliminate that and not have the Commonwealth receive your uh, estate. And uh, uh, Mike, I know that, uh, of course, you're a licensed attorney in um, Massachusetts to uh, practice law here. Um, and you're not licensed in Florida. Um, but a lot of our clients have dual residences um, and live in Florida half the year or a good portion of the year. Are you free to speak at all about anything with regards to, you know, how that may, what what clients may want to do with regards to where they want to have their actual residence? I can just say that I know that if you're a Florida resident, I don't believe Florida has state estate taxes. Florida so. has no state taxes, but right. it also has no estate taxes, no so when you yeah. die, you don't pay taxes right. in Florida, which is why a lot of people who want to not pay estate taxes become Florida residents. Right. I just met with a man who was a client of Lance Law, and he had a taxable estate, and we talked about it. He had been thinking of moving to Florida. Mm-hmm. I think he had kids living down there, and I told him about taxes up here, things he could do, and I also told him, well, if you're a Florida resident, you're not going to have to pay state estate taxes. So he's moving to Florida. And the oh, term, good. <laughs> and we have a checklist of things you need to do to legally establish right. You have residency to be a resident Florida, of Florida. Which right. means what? what? What do you have to do? What is I believe it's more than six months. Uh, you have to actually live there. Physically spend there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And get a new driver's license right. and change your voter registration right. address and all those kinds of things. So some people aren't willing to do that because they don't want to be down in Florida that long and they only want to be there from Thanksgiving or Christmas until, you know, the end of April. Um, and we have a lot of clients that are uh, exactly in that um, in that uh, field where others may want to and have lived um, down in Florida for six months. And, you know, the term snowbird is a cliche, but a lot of cliches are real. And uh, we've got a lot of clients who spend at least 
all of their winters down in Florida. But how about some simple things? Let's say you were just over this $1 million threshold. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give some money away to charity or give some money away to your kids? Mm-hmm. Kids, you, grandkids. You can give away $15,000 a year as a gift per right. person. There's a lot of times people like to make a gift at the end of the year. You do not get a tax deduction when you make a gift. Mm-hmm. That's a misconception a lot of people have. Right. And when I say per person, I mean per, so you and your spouse can each give away 15000 Correct. And you can do it to an unlimited number of people. You can mm-hmm. give $15,000 to Michael Coleman. You can mm-hmm. give I was just going to say, if you would like, I, I can give you my personal cell phone number if you'd <laughs> like to make it a gift. And that's actually the gift tax threshold for filing a return. Uh, you can give away more than that. Yes. Without tax. And right so, now, the federal tax exemption amount is what, $11 million It's about $11.5 million. Yeah. So yeah. if you have an $11.5 million and you want to give it away, we'll be giving you some good <laughs> advice on how to do that. Right. That's a federal estate and gift tax exemption is the same. But Massachusetts doesn't have a gift tax. Right. So you can freely give away money in Massachusetts without having to pay any taxes on it? It's a little complicated because if you do gift money in Massachusetts, that could be added back into the calculation for state taxes. Hmm. Um, Boy, this gets a little complicated sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. And does that include the uh, five-year look back also, Mike? For nursing homes? Yep. Yeah, that could be affected too. So that's something. That's that, a good. Let's explain that yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. If you give away more than a nominal sum, maybe a hundred dollars or something like mm-hmm. that at Christmas time, and then you end up having to go to a nursing home, well, gee, that's going to be picked up as something that you gave away to reduce your assets, mm-hmm. and it could make you not eligible to receive Medicaid assistance if you have to be in a nursing home. You said it. <laughs> so all this has to be done very carefully. Right. If you and give it, away anything, it could be a problem. And by the so. way, um, it used to be that if you were a veteran and you wanted to get veterans benefits for you or your spouse, but you had a lot of money, a lot of assets that might not qualify you, the veteran could give away money and there wasn't any look back period. Hmm. But about two years ago, I believe, the VA put into effect a look-back period as well. So I believe it's a three-year period. Uh, I don't know. So if you, want to, if you want to qualify for veterans' benefits, Attorney Tenny Lands, she can give you information on that, then you need to give away assets. You need to do that with great care, and you may have a three-year look-back period for doing that. Anyway, the important point here is make an appointment to go see Mike Coleman or Attorney Tenny Lance and call them at 508-998-8800. So it's not easy to give away things necessarily. Right, and you have to take into careful consideration, you know, your current situation. Um, You know, are you in good health still? Or is there a potential that in the next five years, and obviously nobody knows, you could have a stroke or something else happen. So you have to be careful with gifting, and you should definitely talk to us uh, if that's something that you're considering to uh, lower your estate uh, to try to eliminate the estate tax. Um, the current cost of a assisted living facility in Massachusetts right now is what, $144,000 a year? No, uh, you're thinking of a nursing home. Okay. Nursing home costs are higher than mm-hmm. assisted living is usually I've less. I've got a client, that's what it is, a client um, who's in a nursing home now looking to move to an assisted living facility was telling me uh, just two nights ago, and it blew my mind. I mean, I know that it's, it's expensive, but I was... Nursing homes are typically going to be around $15,000 a month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you need to do nursing home planning if you are getting older and you're concerned about losing your assets. So that's obviously for someone who is going to be doing private pay um, and not looking, you know, they don't have, um, they they have a huge estate and therefore they're not going to qualify um, and they need to have private pay. And, you know, think about that, $144,000 a year, how quickly would you spend down your estate? Very quickly. And especially if you had to do it for five years before you could qualify for Medicaid, you could lose mm-hmm. everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the law firm I know, Mike, does a lot of planning in the area of nursing home right. protection. Yeah. So I want to give you a, a, a statement that was made by um, somebody I like to watch once in a while on television, Conan O'Brien. Mm. Love him. Once said, I just taught my kids about taxes by eating 30%, 38% of their ice cream. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. It's true, isn't it? And Chris Rock said, you don't pay taxes, they take taxes. 38%, that's high, isn't it? <laughs> well? Conan would know about that. He, he would definitely know about that. <laughs> and he's going to know about it more since they're going to be, well, that's something that we're going to be talking about soon, which is uh, monitoring the legislation in Washington and, and 
that expected to have much higher taxes for the rich. Well, we've we've passed some new legislation that is going to spend more money for infrastructure and things like that, and there are some other programs. I think there will be a bill passed at some point in time. We don't know what form it will take because there's a lot of infighting in Congress about it. But then you have to face the question of how do you pay for it? So there will be some tax reform uh, taking place. One of the things that they're looking at, uh, the Democrats, is looking to possibly have higher income and capital gains taxes and also a lower, uh, or I should say, but also a lower exemption for estate and gift taxes. But they're talking about having higher income taxes, I believe, on higher earning people and higher net worth people. Right. But it doesn't matter what tax bracket you're in, there's still always something you can do to save money on taxes. You know, they say that people who complain about paying their income tax can be divided into two types, men and women. Hmm. <laughs> I think the, the government just raised the debt ceiling recently. <laughs> well, that's so they can continue to borrow money to, right. to pay for the cost of running the government. And then raising our taxes. That's What's the gross. debt ceiling now? $500 trillion should be. <laughs> yeah, but remember one thing, uh, gentlemen, and also ladies and gentlemen listening, more than half of the federal budget is used to pay for two things or three things, Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. So before you say, let's reduce the federal budget, you got to remember that the great majority of all the federal taxes are used to support those three programs. We pay into Social Security. And, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just tax dollars that theoretically are should be <laughs> You're right. are already paid into it. We need to have a conversation at some point about the philosophy of taxation, yeah. I think. It's crazy. It we have crazy. representation now, but what does it do for us? Right. And there's a lot of waste, obviously, with government spending. And I've been screaming for over a decade that the infrastructure in this country is absolutely shameful. And the fact that, you know, there are third world countries that have some infrastructure that's vastly greater than where we are here uh, is awful. Um, so we do need to spend the money on more and better infrastructure. But I don't want to pay the taxes on it either. But let's do some planning because we can show you ways for every single person of things that you can do right now to save money on taxes. Albert Einstein once said, the hardest thing in the world to understand is the income tax. And that's why I keep studying and studying and studying. He was pretty smart, right? I think so. But you know what? Einstein didn't start talking until he was five years of age. Hmm. I guess he kept all his smart ideas in his head <laughs> until then. We'll be right back after a short break. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Pete Lance and to attorney Mike Coleman. Um, Mike, we're going to talk for just a couple minutes with you, and then I know you have to leave a little early today, but I want to certainly thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. You know, when you sit down to, to talk to people about planning for their assets, um, you talk about taxes as well, because estate planning, making sure somebody has a will, a trust, durable powers of attorney, and all those very important documents. Um, of necessity, you have to look at taxes. You have mm -hmm. to see what they're earning, sometimes maybe what kind of a tax bracket they're in. But um, everything that we do in the law firm, everything you do in the law firm, and everything that Pete and I do in USA Wealth Group, the financial companies here, is designed to do one thing, protect people, protect their beneficiaries in particular, mm -hmm. and protect their assets. When you're doing estate planning documents, you wanna make sure that nobody uh, has the hassle of going through probate, mm -hmm. so they should do a trust perhaps. You wanna make sure that they don't pay taxes more than what they need to. And if somebody has a larger size estate, there's so many things that can be done. They could take out 
uh, an insurance policy to pay for the estimated cost of the tax that they're going to have to pay. Every meeting that we have is different. So it's a discovery well, event. Yeah, exactly. So we meet with people. We have them fill out a form that tells us what their assets are, and then we talk about what their goals might be, and you know whether they have kids that they want to pass things on to, or if there's a taxable estate, we'll talk about that. So usually the meetings are an hour or two, and they are free mm-hmm. consultations. So we'll sit down and and talk to people and tell them what we think they should do. And again, your number. It's 508-998-8800. So I want to tell you uh, something that Mark Twain once said. I've always appreciated Mark Twain. I've always enjoyed his writings. What is the difference between a taxidermist and a tax collector? The taxidermist takes only your skin. So what your job is is to make sure that people leave with their skin Mm -hmm. and leave as much as possible for their family. That's right. And not to a nursing home or taxes in particular. That's right. So everybody appreciates everything that you do and keep up the good work. Okay, I'll try. (laughs) And uh, we'll excuse you from the balance of the show. All right. And then Peter and I will try to get along without you. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks. Mike. Thanks, Mike. Um, one of the things that we've sort of skirted around a little bit about uh, the legislation that's going around right now and uh, anticipating what uh, changes are going to be made, um, right now today's federal income tax rates could be the lowest that you'll see for the rest of your life. And Probably will. You know, one of the things that you used to like to do at seminars is ask everyone in the audience, uh, do you think that taxes will go up? or go down in the next year or two. And raise your hand if you think that they're gonna go down. And maybe one hand will go up, if, if any. <laughs> That's and, true. And um, you know, most people are pessimistic about taxes and um, whether they're gonna go up or down because typically they're gonna go up. So the tax rates went down, of course, after the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was passed. Um, but those tax rates expire in 2026. And right now there's actually proposals to increase taxes uh, that are working their way through Congress as we've been talking about. So it's really not a matter of if, but when the taxes will go up. Well, in 2019, I believe was the year we did pass a new tax bill in this country, which reduced individual tax rates for every individual in the country. It also reduced corporate tax rates to a very low level. The difference was that the corporate tax rates was a permanent change the individual tax rates was a temporary change for a five-year period. So taxes are already designed to go up again. Right, and you don't want to assume that just because um, you know it's the higher earning individuals um, or big corporations that you're not wealthy enough to have it impact you. I bet that it will have an impact on you and higher taxes could leave you with a fraction of the money that you were counting on um, for retirement, and especially coupled with the a uh, very high inflation rate that we're seeing right now could have a big impact on you. Well, let's let's talk about one other thing that the uh, prior tax bill did. It increased the uh, standard deduction for single filers to uh, $12,550. And for married filing jointly, you have to be married, it's $25,100. And what that did is it it eliminated the need for people to file, most people to file, for itemized deductions. And there's a lot of things you can do with itemized deductions. Uh, So for example, if you itemize your deductions, it's easier to claim uh, charitable gift deductions. This is a good year to make charitable gifts if you can afford to do it. And for one thing, there used to be a 50% limitation on the amount you could deduct uh, on your taxes. So if you gave, let's say $1,000 to your church, you could only deduct $500 of it and you also had to be able to uh, itemize your deductions. This year is the last time you can take 100% of your cash deductions as an itemized deduction. So if you give $1,000 this year um, and you write a check, um, you can deduct the whole thing. Um, there are some other things that you can do. Um, there's You can bunch assets together or income together in one year so you can get rid of this standard deduction threshold if you're more than the age of 70 and a half, you can still do a qualified charitable deduction, which is a direct payment from your IRA. 
And if you take the money out of your IRA and give it to a charity, um, you can deduct that and you're not going to report taxable income on your IRA. So there's lots of different ways you can do this to satisfy your required minimum distributions and make a charitable deduction at the same time. We're happy to go through that with you. Yeah, and the bottom line is that there's a few things that we can do to help you right now, regardless of what tax changes may or are coming, uh, may be coming or are coming. Uh, the first is to create an income strategy uh, so that your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last. That's obviously very key. We need to go over your budget and get an income plan in place for you to make sure that you have enough money to last for the rest of your life. And nobody knows when they're going to pass away. So we get into some uh, discussion about how's your health, how's your history of longevity in your family. Uh, and then we help you understand the potential impact that taxes can have on those retirement savings uh, and also learn about ways to reduce or possibly eliminate taxes in retirement. So we're here to help. It's confusing. It's a complicated chart to course, and we can help you navigate that. Um, lastly, um, we only have a couple minutes left. I don't want to forget. I wanted to mention again the cocktails and conversation that we're having this coming Wednesday. It's at Brewfish in Marion at 6 p.m., uh, the last two that we've had, um, you know, we, literally, it's not a sales pitch. It's not a presentation, a typical seminar. We're steering away from that. We don't enjoy standing up in front of you with a suit and a tie and a slideshow going on behind us. So it's much more laid back and casual. Each month, it's going to be a different discussion. Uh, 10 or 15 minutes from one of us here at USA Wealth Group or somebody at Lance Law just discussing a different helpful subject every month, third Wednesday of every month. Um, seating is limited. There will be food served. It's not a full dinner, but um, people have really enjoyed this format, and I mean really enjoyed it. It's it's much more laid back and enjoyable for everyone. Yep. 6 p.m. this Wednesday, you do need to make a reservation. Call Shannon at 508-998-8800. And so we've got a number of 2021 year-end checklist items that you can uh, take a look at. We're happy to go through this with you. If you want to make an appointment, you still get time to do it before the year runs out. You need to know your filing status. Are you married? Are you married filing jointly? Are you married filing separately? And we need to know what are you doing for retirement planning? Are you required to take a minimum distribution? How is that going to impact uh, your taxes? Should you have taxes taken out of it? And there's definitely um circumstances that we can help you out as you just said whether you're married filing jointly married filing you know individually um, we see it all and typically second marriages uh, we have people who have their own finances completely um, individually and and in some cases they don't even know what their spouse earns what their spouse has for assets it's a little bit tricky when um, one spouse comes in but if they want to keep things completely separate and um, anonymous, then it is what it is. But we do see that from time to time, especially with second marriages. Yeah, and there's all kinds of information about the child tax credit we can share with you. Medical expenses, should you take them this year or should you postpone some medical or dental procedure until January and then you can bunch your medical expenses together, which might put you in a category where you can itemize your deductions. Um, consider next year's tax bracket. Watch out for the alternative minimum tax. Um, if you file marriage separately, are you eligible for the American Opportunity Tax Credit? What are the deadlines? You know, um, what about what children can you take as a, a dependent or as an exemption? Somebody once said children may be deductible, but they're still taxing. That's another but um bum bum all right. So, you know, don't cheat on your income taxes. You know, I, I've always said that people that cheat on their taxes truly disgust me. This is not the world I want to raise my 27 dependents in. <laughs> That's by an unknown author, by the way. That's a good one. I, I'll just claim it as mine. You'll claim that one as yours. Okay. Well, um, We've got lots of information to share. We just printed off uh, recently a 60-page guide to the Wall Street Journal Tax Guide for 2021. We're happy to share with you information on how you can get a copy of that. And it doesn't cost you any money to do it. 
And more importantly, we've got lots and lots of really useful tax table charts in handout materials on taxes. But the most important thing is we've got the knowledge here in this office uh, to help you and not just have you try to do it on your own with pamphlets and articles and other handouts that we have. Sometimes you wonder who said certain famous things over the years. And again, one of my favorites is Ben Franklin. In this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. I'm sure everybody has heard that before. I like it. We're here to help you. We're here to help you do tax planning and keep more of what you've worked hard to earn and to accumulate. Give us a call. We're here to help you. And you can't be an expert in everything. That's what we're here for. We can help you. Stay tuned. Next week, we'll be talking about some other exciting things. Have a safe week. Let our family protect your family. You've been listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Pete Lance, powered by USA Wealth Group, Inc. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Money Wise is also online. Go to usawealthgroup.com. That's usawealthgroup.com. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Inc. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. USA Wealth Group Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.